Welcome to the Alien Beer Podcast. My name is Chrissy Garrison. I'm an independent science fiction and fantasy author, and I will be reading my stories to you. Sometimes it's hard to let people go. It's hard to accept that someone you once shared something special with has moved on, especially when you haven't. In our visit to the interdimensional Rosedale pub this week, we'll meet someone who's been led there by one last hope of making things work with their special someone. Rosedale Pub. Me time. The little guy in the doorway looked lost and confused. To be fair, most people who found the Rosedale Pub by accident had the same sort of look about them. Alyssa suspected she looked like that too when she had arrived a few weeks ago. Since then, she'd become accustomed to the place as she settled into doing odd jobs to earn her keep. Today, Alyssa found herself working with Z, or was it D, one of the twins who maintained the pub. She'd hesitated since she preferred working as a relief bartender, but Yasmin said she didn't need any help today, and Alyssa hated to be idle. So here she was, handing tools to Z as he worked on the glitchy hard light pool table projector. Too many patrons had complained at the frustration of a pool table that vanished in mid-shot, especially when they'd been leaning on it when it disappeared, and they ended up sprawled on the bar's floor. Hand me the pentagonal tensioner, said Z, reaching into the projector column past his elbow. Alyssa rummaged around in the toolbox. You mean this star-shaped screwdriver? Yeah, that, said Z with some impatience. Um, excuse me, but where am I? said the little guy, who bumped into Z as he approached Alyssa. Before she could reply, the pool table reappeared, surrounding the little guy. He squeaked in surprise. Hey! Help! I can't move! Just relax. We'll get you out in a minute, as soon as my colleague finds the off switch, said Alyssa. Z shot her a dark look. Ignoring him, she stuck out a hand for the little guy to shake. Hi, I'm Alyssa. Welcome to the Rosedale Pub. Um, I'm Thomas, said the man stuck in the middle of the pool table. He pulled out a piece of paper, covered with precise handwriting in blue ink. I didn't think I'd ever find my way here. What kind of place is this? It's a place for wayfarers to rest and share their stories. With Owl's eyes, he asked her, Am I, like, in another dimension or something? Z cursed under his breath and hammered the column with the bed of the screwdriver. The pool tables vanished, and a suddenly freed Thomas stumbled away from it. There now, chirped Alyssa. That worked out okay after all. Why not go have a refreshing beverage at the bar? Yasmin will set you up. Look, said Thomas, examining himself for damage, I got this letter from my boyfriend. Well, that is, my ex-boyfriend. His name's Corey. I followed his crazy directions, got lost, and now here I am. Has he been here? Alyssa looked at Z, who shrugged. She looked over at Yasmin, who shook her head. I don't think so. What's he look like? Thomas's eyes lost focus as he sighed and said, Oh, he's tall, with long cinnamon hair and the most beautiful freckles. He's so pretty and smart. Corey's always making things. It's like he can't stop, not even for a little bit. Not for me, anyway. Dread tightened Alyssa's stomach muscles as she watched Thomas work himself up to tears. She reached out a hand to touch his shoulder. But he's making time for you now. Meeting you here? The small man's eyes flashed anger as they focused on Alyssa. Sure, now he's willing to meet me. In this weird place. 
neutral territory. Does that sound to you like he wants to get back together with me? I don't think so. Alyssa frowned. If he's so awful, why do you want him back? Thomas gestured vaguely. But he's not awful. He's wonderful. I gave him my whole heart. I'm just not as important as all the other things in his life, that's all. Before she could reply, a new person entered the Rosedale pub. A small man, whose hair up in a ponytail was the only difference she could tell between him and Thomas. Where am I? asked the newcomer. Thomas turned to look at the man and cried, What are you doing here? The other Thomas gaped at him and said, What? Corey asked me to meet him here. What are you doing here? No, I'm the one he invited here, said Thomas, waving his handwritten note. The other Thomas pulled up his phone to face it toward Thomas. He sent me an email with directions. This is the Rosedale pub, isn't it? No, said Thomas, eyes narrowing. Yes, it is, said Alyssa, crossing her arms. Welcome. Have a drink while you wait. Thomas whirled on her. I was here first. Alyssa shrugged. If Corey invited you both, the new Thomas rushed up to where Alyssa stood with Thomas. But he couldn't have. This man is an imposter. How do you make yourself look just like me? Thomas shoved the other Thomas back to arm's length. I look like me. You're the imposter. You didn't even get my hair right. This is just my hair, said the other Thomas. Alyssa held up her hands. Guys! You need to leave, said Thomas to his double. No, you need to leave, said the other Thomas, glaring at him. Will you two shut up for just a minute, cried Alyssa. Both Thomases turned their heads to scowl at her. Look, this is a place between the worlds. We get all kinds here. Sometimes we get doppelgangers, alts, different versions of the same person from different worlds. It's confusing, I know. This is the first time I've been here when we've gotten more than one alt of the same person at the same time. But you're both Thomas, okay? The other Thomas shook his head. Only my mom calls me Thomas. I'm Tom. Thomas snorted. I hate being called Tom, but Corey called me. Tom blurted out, Tommy, at the same time Thomas said it. The two sighed and slumped in defeat. Alyssa wished they'd hug it out and have a drink. Hey, what's going on in here? Came another voice from the doorway to the pub. Another Thomas. This one wore pink-tinted glasses. His hair buzzed short. He stalked toward the others, just in time for the pool table's reappearance. The hard light table caught him in the midriff, and he fell across it, scattering virtual balls in all directions. The jukebox sprang to life, the voice of Michael Jackson filling the air. Alyssa did not immediately recognize the song. A woman stood in the doorway, peering over her sunglasses. She was the same height and build as Tom and Thomas. Hello, is there a Cory here? He said he'd meet me here. The Thomases groaned in unison. Alyssa ran a hand through her hair and said, Is your name Thomasina? The woman shook her head. Only my mom calls me that. Everyone else calls me Cena. Except for Cory. He calls me Tommy. Who are these guys? Is there a convention going on? Alyssa let out a nervous laugh as she recognized the jukebox song as Man in the Mirror. She said, In a way, Cena, meet Tom and Thomas. Y'all have a lot in common. Thomas shushed his alts and said, There seems to be a mistake. Cory invited me. I'm the real Tommy. Cena shook her head, causing her brush cut to wobble atop her head. Then you're in the wrong place. He texted me personally. She held up her arm to show them her smartwatch. He said for me to meet him at the Rosedale pub. That's what the sign outside says. I followed his directions exactly. Excuse me, miss, came a familiar voice from behind Cena. You're blocking the door. I'm here to meet Corey. 
Seeing a world to face the newcomer. Let me guess, you're another Thomas? The newest Thomas, who had silver eyes and a bald head, nodded. But how did you know? And who are they? Alyssa watched in horror as one after another version of Thomas filled the Rosedale pub. She did her best to greet and orient the newcomers, but soon the room filled with twenty or more alts of Thomas. Each claimed to be the real deal. Each insisted that Corey had invited him, her, or them to meet with him here at the pub. After some loud, chaotic discussion, a fistfight broke out between Tom and Tomas, who looked more alike than any of the others. Sina held Thomas, who wept upon her shoulder. Tabson shoved Tommy onto the pool table, which vanished from underneath them, landing them on the floor in a daze. Three Tommies shouted their devotion to Corey, each outdoing the other with flowery praise for their ex-boyfriend. Some of the other patrons of the pub left their tables and made for the exit. "'Okay, enough!' shouted Alyssa. "'You're all Tommy. You're all waiting for Corey. He invited each and every one of you here. I'm guessing that somehow the Corey from each of your worlds knows about this place.' I'm guessing that due to some terrible confluence of fate, he asked you all to meet here at the same place and time. Except this place exists outside of each of your worlds, okay? Just sit tight and we'll sort this out. Cena frowned and pushed her sunglasses up on top of her head. Are you saying that a crowd of Corys is about to file in through that door? Alyssa shrugged, a cold lump forming in her stomach. She imagined herself sorting out which Corey went with which Thomas, Tom, and Thomasina. Maybe. How should I know? I just work here. But you should each ask yourself, why are you here? It sounds to me like this Corey is kind of a jerk. She is not, sniffed a Thomas Alyssa hadn't seen before, this one in a cowboy hat and a brand new leather jacket. Corey is not a she, said Cena. Maybe in your world, said another Thomasina, who wore a rainbow scarf upon her head. It doesn't matter, said Alyssa, pushing her hands downward in a motion intended to lower the volume in the room. They asked you here after breaking up with you, right? It's happened in what, twenty-five different worlds? Twenty-eight, said the first Thomas, his face a mask of misery. Alyssa dismissed his correction with a wave of her hand. My thought is, maybe it's just not going to work out in any world. He's got his things to do, and that's that. You'd be better off finding someone else who's not Corey. The assembled Thomases, Tommies, Toms, and so on, fell silent and looked around at each other for a long minute of silent thought. Alyssa held her breath, daring to hope. But what about the note? said Thomas, holding up the paper letter. His alts around the room echoed his question, each focusing on Alyssa, demanding an answer. Each held a flicker of hope in his, her, or their eyes. Alyssa lowered her voice to force them all to be quiet and listen to her words. If I were you, any of you, I'd count myself lucky if Corey didn't show up. This is your closure, your declaration of independence. Take your lives back. Be your best selves without depending on Corey to validate you. Go back to your own worlds and start a new chapter. Alyssa's ears rang as the pub fell silent. Many pairs of Tommy eyes fixed upon her. The jukebox broke the silence with the scratches and pops of an old R&B vinyl record. Sometime long ago, Anne Peebles moaned about how she couldn't stand the rain. After a long moment, Thomas nodded, his eyes focused on something far away. 
Tom smiled as the tension in his body drained like an unplugged sink. Cena snapped her sunglasses back in front of her eyes and fluffed her hair. Tommy squared their shoulders and whispered, You know what? Forget Corey. I'm done. She's right, we're free, murmured a Thomasina. The three Tommies grinned and clapped each other on the back. Now, said Alyssa, can I offer any of you a drink? To her surprise, not a single one of the alts took her up on it. Instead, they talked among themselves as they filed out the door. At last, the first Thomas stood in the doorway, looking back at Alyssa. He said, I think I needed that reality check. All of me. Sure you won't stay for a bit? You've come all this way. He shook his head and said, As you said, I don't want to run into Corey after all. Alyssa shrugged. Doesn't look like he's coming. Still, said Thomas. Anyway, maybe I'll see you around. And thanks, Alyssa. She smiled. Until then. Alyssa watched as Thomas slipped out of the pub and onto the walk that led to the road. Nicely done, said Yasmin, polishing the bar with a rag. Z had retreated somewhere else during the confusion, so Alyssa pulled up a stool to chat with the bartender. I'm just glad it worked out. It was a mess, but I could tell they were all heartbroken and needed to move on. Um, hello? called a voice from the doorway. Alyssa groaned and said, Okay, Thomas, Tommy, or whatever, you just missed. Tommy was here, said the voice. Alyssa turned to see a tall man with long cinnamon hair standing next to the pool table. You must be... Corey, said the man with a nervous smile. I don't suppose you've seen Tommy. Alyssa shook her head. We get a lot of Tommies in here. Can you be more specific? Corey shrugged. Well, never mind then. I sent directions. It's not like Tommy to be late. Maybe I'd better go. Alyssa smiled. That's probably for the best. As Corey turned to go, Alyssa could see why Thomas might have been attracted to him. Corey, said Alyssa. He hesitated and looked back at her. Yes. What were you going to say to Tommy? He frowned. Not that it's any of your business, but I was going to ask for more space and explain my need for me time. Why do you ask? Alyssa shook her head. No reason, but I think maybe Tommy's realized the value of me time already. In its corner of the pub, the jukebox played the electric light orchestra's song, Don't Bring Me Down. Corey shrugged and left without saying anything else. Thank you for listening to the Alien Beer Podcast. If you like my stories, please visit my website, sillyhatbooks.com. I publish as E. Chris Garrison, and my books may be found in paperback, ebook, and audiobook format on Amazon.com and other places. The theme music for Alien Beer Podcast is Phantom from Space by Kevin McLeod. I very much enjoy feedback on this podcast and on my stories, so please leave comments on my website. Visit me at, at @ecgarrison on Twitter, ecrisgarrison on Facebook, or drop me an email at ecg at sillyhatbooks.com. Hi everyone, I'm Jay, host of the Unafraid podcast. On Unafraid, I share stories from the queer community that help us to grow, learn, and understand that while we are all different, there is an immeasurable beauty in that diversity. The Unafraid Podcast is my labor of love, 
and I want to share that love with you. New stories are aired each week, so you can check out Unafraid on your podcast distributor right now. This has been a presentation of the Project Entertainment Network.